The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. As we try to stay connected through um, through technology, um, one player has has really emerged as um, a really popular one, and it, it it's called Zoom. It is um, it, it is a it's it's a program it's an app it's a it's a thing that you can use to stay in contact with other people that you can have a whole bunch of people come in you can have like a zoom party you can do uh, conferencing with it all sorts of things but it has come under attack in the past few days uh, something called zoom bombing our tech expert and contributing author at futurhythmic.com andy barrard joins us this afternoon hey andy hi jillian how are you I'm doing okay. How are you holding up? I'm good. You know, I'm trying to keep busy at home. I got a big to-do list, and it just keeps getting bigger, so I guess that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For those who don't know what Zoom was, and I didn't describe it very well in my intro there, but it's it's a video conferencing tool, isn't it? That's right. Uh, Zoom is what's called a video teleconferencing, and so a lot of people are familiar with Skype, but this is kind of like a, a, a different version of Skype, and it allows multiple people to join and have these virtual meetings. And because everybody is working at home, a lot of people are getting Zoom accounts to do work or school. In fact, in the last three months, they went from 10 million active users to 200 million active users per day. So with that, they've had a lot of issues, and one of them was this big uh, privacy concern with these uh, so-called Zoom bombing, which is similar to photo bombing, except people are joining these meetings and they're uninvited, but they're joining them and then bombing them with stuff by sharing screens and different types of inappropriate content. Yeah, let's. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that Zoom bombing, how it's happening, and, and what is happening, and what they're doing about it coming up. So we talked about Skype, we talk about Zoom. I mean, are, are people still? I, I still see people using Skype. Is is the appeal of Zoom the fact that you can have many people on it at once compared to something like Skype, or does Skype do that? Yes, uh, there's a lot of different types of these video teleconferencing platforms. Of course, there's Skype, there's uh, GoToMeeting, there's Go WebEx, so there's a lot, but Zoom is the one that re- everyone's really using, and it's because it's kind of user-friendly, but I think the folks at Zoom didn't really realize that people are really bad on the internet, and that they would, if they had the ability to, to bomb a meeting and to post inappropriate content, they would, and it's sad, because, you know, the entire world is going through this COVID pandemic, and, and you still have these bad actors who are just causing unnecessary problems, but but now Zoom understands they've, they've taken a lot of heat in the last couple of days, and they acknowledge that they've made a mistake. And what they promise to do now is use all their engineers, and instead of working on new features, everybody is dedicated on tightening the security to prevent things like Zoom bombing from happening. Okay, some of the Zoom bombing cases um, was reading about a, a fellow who was in the middle of a video conference defending his doctoral dissertation uh, about the struggles of African Americans in in, in, uh, in California's education system, and then profanity started showing up on the screen. The N word started showing up on the screen. Someone drew a penis on the screen. During 
hearing all of this and then another what's happening in Canada as well um, there was a, a conference uh, for YWC Canada to talk about uh, the impact of COVID-19 on women it was zoom bombed as well again racial uh, epithets were being uh, yeah, put out there the n-word they were they were being sexually harassed through this video conferencing thing how does that happen Andy well the way that zoom works is it allows uh, a host to then share their screen to a bunch of participants but it can work two ways it the, the platform also allows participants to show their screens so what's happening is people are finding these zoom meetings because sometimes people are sharing this information on social media the links to these meetings and so they're jumping in and they're taking advantage of that ability to share their screens and that's when you see this inappropriate content being shared to everybody that's on that meeting and you're, you're also seeing a lot of town halls happening on zoom so public mm. forums where anybody can join and again it's because of the organizers maybe they're not familiar with the security settings maybe zoom didn't do enough by default but people were dumping in those where, where you got hundreds and hundreds of participants and then posting inappropriate content so zoom has now changed their default uh, security settings so that it gives the the host more control without having to go into the settings and do it on their own all right i was wondering okay what can people do then if if you're using zoom and and i'm thinking too you know if parents are letting their kids use zoom to talk to their buddies and all that sort of stuff i mean there's there's a number of different levels here what do we need to be aware of and what should we be doing andy with it well, well the first thing is if you are going to be setting up a zoom meeting is to make sure the meetings are password protected and of course you're going to need to share that link but don't share because a lot of people are sharing this on social media don't share it on twitter what you would do is you find a participant and you email them the link directly. Uh, another thing is you also want to carefully inspect who's on that meeting because sometimes the way that the meetings are, people can join in later on. So you want to make sure that you look at that. And then the last thing is control the screen sharing settings inside there to make sure that if the participants don't need to share their screens, they're not going to be able to do that. So if you do a little bit of, of digging inside the settings, you can definitely protect yourself because it is quite embarrassing and it's it's inappropriate especially when it happens to like high school or elementary school teachers who are trying to get their classes together so as as parents as teachers and as business professionals we got to do those settings before we host these meetings what are you expecting from zoom then in the come in the coming weeks and the coming months and hopefully you know sooner rather than later to to address these issues you know you talk about moving their employees all over to security what what are you hoping comes out of that? Well, I think Zoom is really starting to look at what what kind of security um, settings that, that they didn't have by default. And another thing is they're going to improve their encryption because they said that their encryption abilities were, were quite high, but they're not even at the industry standards. So within the next week, I guarantee you're going to see a lot of big changes because Zoom does not want to lose this customer base. And there's a lot of different types of alternatives out there. Microsoft which owns Skype, is now moving towards what's called Microsoft Teams. And so they want to get businesses that use, like, you know, Word or Excel and and Microsoft Outlook, they want to push those businesses to that. So Zoom has a lot at stake right now to get those security settings fixed, and and I anticipate they'll do that pretty quick.
What are you um, What are you using? Do you use Zoom, Andy? I do, but it really depends on who I'm talking to because uh, if, if someone does use Zoom, that's what I prefer. But, you know, some people still like WhatsApp video, of, of course, FaceTime for people that are on iOS devices. So it really depends on who you're talking to and their tech level of proficiency because, you know, something like FaceTime is really easy for, like, elderly people. So if I want to talk to family members, however, Zoom is really good for, for businesses and small businesses yeah. and even enterprise businesses. Yeah, we, we taught my uh, my 81-year-old um, mother-in-law how to FaceTime the other day. <laughs> and and you was, know what? Uh, these, these video uh, conferencing are really important because, you know, we are at home, but social distancing doesn't mean social isolation. And so it's nice yeah. to see your loved one's faces. And so FaceTime, you know, even WhatsApp video is good, provided that people still have a good internet connection because it can get buggy if you don't. Absolutely. You know what, Andy, I wanted to ask you about this because we're seeing a, a lot of it. Uh, we, we've talked about it over the past couple of weeks on, on this show as well. You know, the scammers right now, exceptionally busy because they say, you know, it's kind of a perfect storm right now. You can prey on people's concerns, their needs, their emotions, all of that sort of stuff when, when you're dealing with something as unbelievable as a, as, a, as a pandemic. We're seeing a lot of fishing uh, going on and not fishing uh, of the good kind, fishing of the bad kind. For people who don't know what that is, that's fishing with a PH. Can you explain what it is, what they're trying to do and what we need to be aware of? Essentially, phishing is what they're really trying to do is get your personal information. And they know that people are scared. They know that people are at home and on the Internet. So you're, you're seeing all these different crazy scams of finding COVID-19 cures. And, and they try to get you to click on links. And, and from there, they can take away your, your personal identity and get your personal information. So you have to be very wary of clicking on links, especially when it doesn't come from a reliable source. And they're also noticing people are not just on their laptops, but they're they're searching the internet on their mobile phones. So you can always get these things where someone's trying to get you to hit the link. Look at that link. If it looks funny, it probably is something you don't want to click on. And and that's especially right now because so many people are, are spending time on the internet. That is something you have to be really wary about, especially when it comes to information for COVID-19. Uh, before I let you go, one more question, Andy. Uh, what are you doing besides uh, interviews on radio and television to, to pass the time? Or are there things out there that you'd like to maybe give uh, my listeners a heads up to when it comes to the tech world about um, that might be appealing for them, you know, while they're staying at home, while they're doing the social distancing, something to pass the time with? Yeah, you know, one of the things that you really should do is organize photos. You know, we always talk about we don't have enough time to do this or, or that. <laughs> Uh, I've been taking a lot of this time to organize all my personal files. So photos that I've been taking on different mobile phones, I'm, I'm starting to make, you know, these folders in the cloud so that I have easy access to, to different times. You know, I even take photos of my gardens, and so I like to compare them from year to year. And so I've been spending this time to really kind of do a lot of, of also updating all my passwords for a variety of different sites and also taking care of it. It's kind of like housekeeping issues for our digital lives. And I really recommend a lot of people take this time while you're at home to do that. So make sure that you, you have, you know, all your digital assets nicely organized in the cloud or on your hard drives for safekeeping.
Oh my gosh. Okay, I need you to come here someday and and help me with all of that, Andy. I know. I know. It's a it's a big can of worms. <laughs> it sure is, Andy. Want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Great to hear a, a a friendly voice, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. And we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Yes, my pleasure. Stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. Andy uh, Barrar joining us this afternoon. He is our tech, uh, tech expert. He's a contributing author at futurrhythmic.com. You can follow Andy on on Twitter. You can follow him on Instagram. He has lots of great things uh, on both of those social media uh, sites to uh, to keep you entertained if you're looking for something as well. He was down, remember, down at Vegas during that big tech conference and even just going through that and seeing all the uh, all the interesting gadgets um, that were there firsthand. It's pretty cool to uh, to go back and, and check out. 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.